you're listening to the three black dudes at lunch welcome to the three black dudes at lunch y'all we keep counting down the days we got what 15 days left 15 days left. We're trying to get out of here. We're trying to get the summer. We know if we can make it to Memorial Day, we we right there, right? We almost there. We're glad we had a good, a good, you know, surge after episode six. We gained a lot of listeners. So to all our new listeners, welcome to the three black dudes at lunch. I'm gonna introduce my co-host and I'm gonna start with the oldest, right? Because we call him the professor. He has four questions to every answer and four answers to every question. The first of the trio, Mike. I'm grading hard today, people. So y'all help me out and grade these guys. They're going to need some support, maybe some extra credit. Anyway, all right, so now (laughs) we're going to the middleman in age and thought because you never know what side he's going to take. The second of the trio, Brighton. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, and then finally there's me. I'm the youngest. I call myself the visionary. They may call me the visionary every now and then because I'm here to shake stuff up. I'm Derek. All right, gentlemen. So I guess what's on the menu today? Today's menu is steak and potatoes because we want to draw all the good men out because through conversations uh, that we've had with uh, coworkers and things of that nature, they're saying there's no good men out there. So we're just going to serve up some steak, probably some filet mignon, well done the correct way and then uh, <laughs> <Hell nah. laughs> to draw those nah. um, yeah. good men out unless you're like Derek you want it straight from the cow so you just take the machete and slice it and eat it there <laughs> you don't know how to eat steak that's all <laughs> so. eating that nasty ass shit so, oh, my fault. <laughs> so for today we want to say we just want to say does a good man have to be muscular, 6'5", and dark chocolate? What is a good man? And I think uh, we are three different guys in three different uh, eras almost, and so we may have a different definition of what we may think a good man is. Um, Mike's view may be different, so I'll let him start off. It may not be different. Yeah. Well, part of the reason for this podcast is because we did have some of our female listeners come up and you know, expressed to me as they out there on the on the um, dating scene at the um, various um, social media outlets and dating sites trying to find a good man, and they've been expressing to me like they can't find a good man, right? And you know, I I often tell them they're probably looking in the wrong place, but. Um, you know, I said, well, maybe there's something to it. So let's first, so ladies, when you're listening, you know, maybe we can help you all define what's a good, what's a good man. So um, for me, I think I'm the perfect man, right? I'm everything that Brighton was just saying, six five, <laughs> six figures. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm stop right. describing <laughs> me. Stop, stop describing me. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, but I don't, I don't think, that is what makes a good man. I think a lot of, personally, I think a lot of women are looking for something that really doesn't exist outside of the TV and movie world. 
And I think that's why they're saying that's what makes a good man. Uh, I think if a guy got a lot, if a person has any, any, any flaws, that that throws a lot of women off. And I try to tell the women that I, you know, I talk to, like he doesn't doesn't have to have every last thing on your checklist. He just has to have, you know, some of the things on your checklist. Like the 80-20 rule was very popular when I was coming up. Like if he got 80% of what you want, then maybe the 20% you're never going to get. No one is going to meet that 100%. So for me, a good man is somebody who's going to treat you well, who's going to respect you, because a man could make $100,000 a year or $200,000 a year, but if he's spending it in other places other than at the house, then what good is it to you? So look for the guy that's going to commit to you. He may not have the muscular body. He may not make six figures. He may make 50000 But if he's bringing all of that $50,000 home, then that's more than a guy who's making 200000 who's spending 160000 on his toys. So that's what I think part of that what makes a man a good man. And, you know, I got some other things, but I'm going to let y'all chime in. No, I, I'm going to push you back because I, I didn't hear a lot of characteristics of what makes a good man, right? I just heard a, oh, well, if he's 80, 20, like, give me some explicit characteristics of what you think a good man is. Again, I said a, a man who's going to be, who's going to treat you right, right? Like that, whatever way you want to be treated, I, I'm, I'm not defining you know, because women want to, you know, women are different. So some of them want to be treated different ways. Some of them want to, you know, somebody to open up the door for them. Some of them want to open up the door themselves. I know a lot of independent women that don't want a man to open up a door. So I, like the specific characteristics, I can't really get too much into, but as long as he's respecting that, you know, whatever that characteristic is. But what I'm saying is mostly he's committed to you and y'all can move together, whatever that direction y'all want to be in. Because everybody doesn't want to live in the suburbs, everybody don't want to live in the city. So, but as long as y'all can come together and seek a common goal, whatever that common goal is, I think they need to start looking for that and not looking for the physical. Because see, like the characteristics, he doesn't have to be six five. He can be five five. But a lot of women don't want to go for that. They don't want a man who's five five and two hundred pounds, right? I mean, I know that's big, you know. I mean, but. You gotta get. You, you won't have to get beyond that. And maybe you may not be able to work on his height, but you may be able to work on his weight. So be willing to invest in somebody who's willing to invest in you. I think those are the things that they gotta look for. And when I talk to women, they are not saying that. They're looking at, you know, they are on on the dating site. Oh nope, I don't like the way he looks. Oh no, he doesn't make six figures. Nope, I'ma swipe him because you know. Oh no, he's only five eight. I need somebody six feet or taller. Swipe, and they swiping past somebody who may be the perfect person and we talk about that oh he's got to be you know we talked about that like somebody who is 40 versus somebody who's 25 maybe the 40 guy maybe the 40 year old guy is better for you but just because he's not 25 swipe but you just swipe you just swipe the ideal person out of your life I definitely hear what you're saying and <laughs> you know I'm sorry I, Go I, ahead. I still 
Like, it is hard to say the traits that make a good man. I know for me, I feel like if I had to recommend to any female friends, I would say as long as he can make you feel sexy, safe, and secure in the relationship, meaning he's going to be faithful, that's a good man. Now, what Mike was saying. Three S's. That's what we'll call it, the three S's. Three S's. But like Mike was saying, that swipe, I mean, if you're judging somebody based on paper, my credentials on paper don't look good, but trust me, I'm amazing in person. You know, so if you meet me in person, spend some time with you, with me, which you can't, because I'm taken. Sorry, ladies. Um, you'll see that I am a great person, but on paper, you'll say, "Oh, he's a teacher. He does this. He does that." Swipe, swipe. So I really feel like there are good men out there. The characteristics may vary, but the only way to do that and to see that is to go to certain places. Don't expect to find the dedicated lawyer at a happy hour for real. Nah, he's still working. You may have to go to the Library of Congress while he's doing research or whatever, but good men are out there. The characteristics vary, you know, but as long as you have the three S's, sexy, keep you safe, secure, and lay it down, you're good. <laughs> what? That's what did you add? What did that next one come in from? <laughs> you gotta lay it down. You gotta lay it down. <laughs> I agree with him on that. I, I guess my uh, I, I guess my question is is that where? Okay, so this is where women go ask, right? Okay, yeah, I, he gotta do all these things. Okay, but well, where do I find him? Where is he gonna be at? Where do those kind of men hang out at? Right? Uh, are they at work or what are they like? What are they doing? Because, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, I tell women, you got to put yourself in position to meet those kind of guys, right? Probably not on Tinder, right? I mean, plenty of fish, probably not there. So um, you're going to have to put yourself in position to meet the type of guy you want to meet. If you want to meet a lawyer, you're going to have to go where lawyers hang out, right? You're going to have to do things like that. If you want a, if you want a you know, an athlete, you gotta have to hang out in the gym maybe, right? So all of those things, they have to start considering like where, you know, where I'm, where, you know, wh- who I'm hanging out with and where I'm going. Like my mother say, if you lie down with dogs, you're gonna wake up with fleas. Like you can't, you know, say I want a good guy and then hang out at a place where the qualities of a good guy probably won't be, you know, so. I say, I always say, go to, you know, you know, go to the NAACP meetings, go to the National Action Network meetings, if that's what you want. If you want a socially conscious guy, go to where the Black Lives Matter people are going to be, like, if that's what you want. But make sure what you want is truly what you want and not, you know, it sounds good, but I really want something different. Like, I want a guy who's socially conscious, but I'm going to the club tonight, right? Like, probably on a Thursday night, the socially conscious guy is probably going to be at a National Action Network, you know, or, you know, an NAACP, you know, meeting or something. It's probably not going to be there. Like, you're not going to find me there. You're not going to find me at a club on Thursday night. I'm getting ready for work. Right? I mean, I'm taking two ladies, so I'm going to just put it out there because my wife listens, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely I definitely agree, Mike, with you saying they got to step out. And I used to like when I would watch, say, Disney and all this stuff with my daughter and my kids, see how they would portray like princes and what it takes to be a prince. But then there's some some 
stories that stick out to me that address the issue, like Ariel. She had to leave the sea to find her king. So you can't just stay where you're at if you want to find the person for you. And even Belle you know, from Beauty and the Beast, she had to not only leave the little town she was in, unless she wanted to get stuck with the arrogant as Gaston, she had to leave where she was comfortable at and transform someone in somewhat into her her prince, her king. So it's kind of like if you are, if your current environment, who you currently uh, deal with yields the same results, you have to do, you have to change where you're going, you know? And then you'll yield different results. You'll get better people because you'll be in a better situation. So I'm, I'm giving pushback, right? I'm giving pushback to both of y'all because what I, this is I, I think people may take some of the things that you're saying, right? You're just telling me to settle. You're telling me to, oh, I, I got to do all this. I got to go there. I got to get out. Like, why can't I just have what I, like, what I want and, and wait until I get that, right? Like, I... Is like, any, for example, anything. Oh, I'm sorry. No, for example, right? Like, I'm looking at a, a, a list of things that uh, some people have told me that they find, right, what they want in a man. Like, committed, decisive, responsible, kind, secure, expressive, respectful. Well, how many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, right? So 80% of that would be six, maybe somewhere around six out of seven of those, right? So, like, out of those, they got to, like, you're saying 80-20 rule, right? Like, they, if those are all seven things that I think they should have, right? So, you know, you kind of telling them that, oh, well, if he has six out of the seven, he's good. Is he good? Like, if he's committed, decisive, responsible, kind, secure, expressive, but not respectful, is is that good? Or I don't, I don't know, right? Like, I don't. Yeah, but the 80-20 rule does, like, order things from most important to least important, right? So if respectful is very high on your list right may you know definitely for that person you know respectful is definitely high on their list but maybe they're not quite decisive as they would want them to be but are you willing to lose somebody that you may spend the rest of your life with because they're not decisive right at that moment like they may be improving on that decisive decisiveness nobody is going to come to you with a hundred percent right nobody is going to be your hundred percent there is no jesus walking the earth right so if you're looking for 100%, basically you're looking for Jesus. And it just is not. What would Jesus us. do? Isn't that right? right. Are we trying <laughs> right. to walk, walk <laughs> right. in the Lord? Right. Are we trying to do? No. Right. Okay. You know, so you're going to have to settle. Like, you know, it goes both ways. You know, I asked my wife. She's not going to, you know, she's not going to say I'm 100% where she wants me to be. Right. And we've been married for 25 years. Like, I wouldn't trade her because she's not. She's not the hundred. Wow, trade those last. No way, right? No, I wouldn't do it. So, but I mean, she'll tell you the same thing. I'm not a hundred percent of what she wants, right? Yeah, and if I'm if I'm looking for all eight things that's on that list, you can get all eight. But to be honest, there is, or how many? All seven, seven things that's on that list. But there's some things that's not on the list that we know factor in. You're not letting a brother through the door if he's making $20,000 a year. So you're not going to see if he has all eight of those things. So add financially uh, independent on that list. There we go. That's eight. There's more <laughs> things. So that list gets extensive to where now what Mike is saying is maybe you can have the financially independent on there or financially wealthy, but that one can be part that's not there. Maybe you support him until or help 
encourage them to make the money, but you have you have all the things that those are non-negotiables. That should come in a relationship, whether it's a man or a female. They should be committed, responsible, kind, secure, expressive, and they should be able to make some decisions. But what responsibility is it a woman's to have those things? You're saying it's a brother who's making twenty thousand dollars. Both, both parties right. should have those. Those are basic, like any human being should be that. No, but I'm saying, but you said you're not gonna let a guy with twenty thousand dollars come in, and that's where I'm really getting yeah. to is like. Why not? Ask them. <laughs> you know, if, I mean, you know, I, I couldn't really I mean, answer if, that. If, if, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if I would put that in there because a woman could be making two hundred thousand and settle with a guy making twenty thousand as long as he got. That's what I'm telling a woman to do is maybe settle with a guy who's making twenty thousand dollars who got all that other stuff that's on the list, yeah. but maybe not financially independent like you saying. You said put that on the list because they're not going to bring so them in. So they can there. follow the eighty twenty. That way they can get. 80% of that and the 20% would be that financial. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz I'm saying I wouldn't I wouldn't rule anybody out who didn't. I would I wouldn't tell a woman to say just because he makes 20,000, don't like don't give him the time of day. Like yeah, yeah. cuz if you can if you're bringing home 200,000, a guy who's making 20,000, who's taking care of the kids, who's you know, keeping the household running and keeping you satisfied, sh I, I mean, that's worth a lot of money. still have this like okay so now I, now I want to go back to the how do you find them piece right yeah. because the 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 question that I've also received is that like how do you cultivate that genuine right um, of uh, expression of interest to one another right like I've had a lot of girls tell me that you know most men that I meet you know just trying to hit like that's all they trying to do, regardless of where they coming from, Netflix regardless if they at the NAACP meeting or they at the club, right? Like the socially conscious and the uh, the the uh, popper, the party yeah. promoter both trying to do the same thing. Like I've heard women say that. So like I, I, I I'm pushing back at you guys because like I think I, I feel like y'all keep telling. Oh, well, I don't, I don't say telling, but y'all well, are giving. What's wrong with trying to hit? Though? I mean, I don't. I'm, Oh Lord, that's we going. That's another. That's another <laughs> okay, conversation. All right, all right, right. Cool. that's another conversation. That's another conversation. But I guess my question is, if if that's the only thing he's trying to oh, do, okay. right? Oh, if okay. all he's trying to do is hit, oh, then, okay. all right. Yeah. But um, so I, I I guess my my question is because I don't want us to get to the point where we're giving our opinion or advice, right? We're not telling women what to do, but we are giving our advice on what, how can they best maximize the opportunity to get a good man, right? But what are we gonna tell the men? Like, what are we gonna tell these good men out here, all right, that, yeah, there are women that are searching for you. Like, wh at what point are, they, are we gonna require them that they gotta meet somewhere too? We're, right? telling, we're telling them now, if you're a 25 year old good male, you need to get on that knee, marry your girl, <laughs> and let her move into your house. <laughs> or, you know, because like I said before, there are good men out there, but it's not till they hit like the mid-30s that they're ready to hang up their cleats. So all you 25 to 32-year-old good men, hang those cleats up, because our ladies need you. <laughs> I feel like that was a shot. <laughs> Don't you think? No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can well, say that. But my thing is, and I, and I don't know if I'm right for saying this, right? And it may even be controversial for me saying it, but men have a longer time to make that commitment. So, for, in my opinion, and I could be wrong and it's controversial, I think because the women are, m like, their clock, in their mind, 
and some of women, I'm not going to say all women, but definitely some women feel as though their time to get married and have a family is more limited than a man's time. Mm, like right after college. Right. Generally. So they, they are really moving. A lot, of, a lot of them, those who want that, they're like, okay, I'm 25. I want to be able to have my babies, you know, my kids get married. Because at 35, the clock, you know, the window starts to close. For a man at 35, <laughs> you know, he's probably maybe a little bit more ready than he was at 25. At 25, a lot of men, you know, trying to, you know, meet a lot of different women, you know, point blank. And so that time gap is different, which makes me wonder if you're a 25, 28 year old woman and you want that right now, you may have to look for that 35, 37 year old guy who just finished making his rounds. I mean, I mean, I don't, hope that don't sound bad, but I mean, it's something that they may want to consider. Like you may have to look older. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it sounds bad. So I think it may be I'm, a. Yeah, I think it may be a tough reality, right? Like mm -hmm. that people may have to really think about that. The reality is that a lot of these guys may just not be ready. Um, I think what I what I really want to tell guys, and that I feel like. I know I've been a victim of this, and you you may have, I'm not sure, right, that you are just stringing a woman along, but you know you're not ready, right? Never. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, well, I would tell guys that you just got to be <laughs> – y'all should see their faces. Uh, what I would tell guys is uh, hey, you just got to be honest, man. Like, be honest with a woman, even if, even if all you're trying to do is, like, look, I'm just trying to have sex with you. That's what I want this to be, a, 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 you know, a situationship that's just based off of – just tell her. Just tell her. Like, don't get in a relationship with her and do all this stuff, right, because then you just pulling her along. And then she going – because I, I feel like women are so emotional beings, right, They once they get that attachment to you, they are going to want to be like, okay, now I'm attached to him. Like, he's pulling me along, but, you know – he does this one good thing. He does so they gonna stay attached, man. These a lot. You just gotta. You just gotta be honest. Like this relationship's not going anywhere because a lot of us may think that we're doing harm in that moment, right? Like, or I, I think a lot of I think a lot of men don't want to admit that they don't want to be lonely, right? But they can't say they don't want to be lonely, so they just string these women along, right? They want somebody there until they're not there anymore. But you just can't be doing that. You just got to let her go, right? Because you're doing more harm in a long term than you are doing currently. What I, do you think? I agree. And you got to, for real, they just got to grow up. Like, you know, we hang up our cleats at 35. But honestly, the experiences from, say, 27 when you should have got married uh, to 35 aren't that great. You know, maybe there's one or two more floozies you can talk about for the rest of your life. But for real, you know, you need to grow up as a fella and um, just commit to that woman. Yes, she's the one of your dreams. She's the one you love. You, yeah, you may miss all these other fish, but fuck those fish. They don't mean nothing, <laughs> you know, for real. Because that's generally what I see from the good guys. They're still playing the field, trying to feel like they did in college. That was College was great for that. Now it's time to leave your legacy and stop stringing these good women alone. You got anything to say on that one? What, I mean, you're the older I, I, man, I, I, right? So yeah, I, I, I think I'm sure honesty, you can give. I think honesty is best, but I will say this. A lot of guys do leave signs. They may not say it, but they're kind of leaving signs. Like, you know, 
we had a conversation earlier, you know, when somebody obviously left a sign that they really wasn't feeling that person. You know, I don't really want to say the, co- you know, the situation because mm-hmm. the sensitiveness of the nature, you know, the nature, you know, but it was obvious and, you know, we talked about it. He wasn't really into her, right? He didn't say it, but he said it and he showed it, right? So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's honest. I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to be just straight honest, right? I just want to hook up with you. But ladies got to see that message that that guy's not really into you. And you can go for the ride as long as you want, but the reality of it is, unless there's a real, real change, he's not really into you. And they need to read that sign too. And they also have to be honest with themselves, right? Because ultimately, the only person that really needs to be honest to you is you. Right, and you need to be wide open. Your eyes have to be wide open when you go into a relationship. That would be my advice to younger women. And and I'm just saying, the reality of the nature is, if you're 25 to 28, and you know what you want in life, like he said, I agree. I think, right, you said it best. You may have to leave your little comfort town. You may have to get out of that. 25-year-old guy and get into a 35-year-old guy who may be 10 years older, but because mentally you're 10 years older than the 25-year-old male that you're dating, you're really more compatible with that, but you're listening to your friends, maybe even your parents saying, oh, he's too old for you, but you just got to understand mentally you're more closer to that person who's 35 than you are to that 25-year-old. So that's what I would tell them. Okay, so uh, Mike, that kind of ties into us. Uh, Hold on, I'm a, we gotta we gotta cut the check first, right? We we done, right? We yeah, we we ran out of time. So what's the check? We are gonna make this the last question. Uh, Twitter at three BD podcast. If you've been listening, you know, comment, want to say anything, but let's get to the check. Okay, so fellas, if we had our one closest female friend that just was in duress from not being able to find a man, how would we tell her? Or what would we advise her to find a good man? Ooh, uh, well, honestly, I would tell her take a break. Like, just it'll happen. Like, I would just, just it'll happen, right? Like, sometimes if you're searching too hard, that may be the problem. Like, you searching, you trying, you just trying too hard, right? Like, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen, right? That guy will approach you. That right person will will come when it's supposed to be. Um, but I would also tell her, uh, as Mike has said, that you got to put yourself in in, in, in in situations, right, that you want to be in. Um, if you do want that guy who's on the NAACP, maybe you should go to the NAACP meeting. And he may, his goal may be that he wants to hit, right? And there may be five guys there, right? And three of them want to hit. But there is the two other that don't, right, that really just want to get to know you genuinely. So you do have to put yourself in that situation. Don't shut down, right? Don't allow, don't be anecdotal. Don't allow one situation to uh, cloud your judgment about the rest of everybody else, right? Just, just, just take it one at a time. Say, this guy was bad, but don't say everybody was bad. Hey, I would tell them to, like Derek said, get uncomfortable and just – uh, find that one person. Like personally, I did the same thing. I found the woman of my dreams by going to a happy hour. I really don't do happy hours, you know, all that extra stuff that comes along with the party, and I don't. But I got uncomfortable, 
and it was the best decision of my life. So get uncomfortable. Go to something that normally you'll say no to. Um, and you, you may find that life sends you that perfect person. Yeah, I agree. And I say the only thing I would add to what you all said, well spoken, is, you know, and you said it, I guess I'm really saying it again, but give the unusual suspect an opportunity. Like, or just have your eyes, heart, and mind open to somebody that you wouldn't, maybe not even traditionally expect that that would be the type of person you would like because you made a snap decision in the first five seconds, right? Just leave your mind and your mind open to different, to different people. Yeah, what, what I will say is that everything that we said today may not be true, but we are three taken men here, right? Like we all in a relationship. So I think we know something. We we know something. We everything we said may not be, but I think collectively you can take bits and pieces of everything that we say here today, and it can be applied not only to women but also how we address men as well. Okay, yeah. Take pieces from those two guys and take everything I said. I gave them guys <laughs> a solid B plus today. That's y'all highest grade yet. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll take yeah. it. I'll take I'll it. Take I'm an A student. I already know what I am. Yeah, you're working there. You know, I mean, the more you're you a biased teacher, so it's yeah, cool. The more you listen to me, the more you know you'll get that A. You know, I can hear it in your your conversations that you all are learning. I'm just teasing these guys right now, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, guys, it was nice talking about this topic. I yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it was a good topic. Yeah. Once again, once again, once again, once again, what do we need you to do? We need you to subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. All right, that's the only way our popularity goes up. We need you to subscribe. If you can rate us specifically on iTunes, please rate us. Rate the episodes. Let us know what you think. Uh, finally, once again, we need feedback. We want to know what you think. You can add us on Twitter at the number three, the letter B, the letter D podcast, at 3BD podcast. Also, you can find the three black dudes on Twitter as well. I'm at 3BD Derek, D E R R I C K. Brighton's at 3BD Brighton, B R I G H T O N. And Mike's at 3BD Michael, M I C H A E L. I spelled that right? I know I I, I can spell. No, right. why? I'm a math no, teacher, M-Y? but I know. <laughs> right. M I M Y C. This is a silent Q in there or something I don't know about. All right. So, I guess gentlemen, we had a good conversation. We out. Deuces. Bye. Bye.